0: Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. We're talking about wisdom this week, Colin, and uh, you said yesterday that all we've got to do to please God is to be wise. And you were taking some verses from Proverbs chapter 2, which makes it very clear that we've really got to want to desire wisdom. We've got to be crying out to God for it. Yes, and you see, God says that wisdom gives us victory. Wisdom is a shield of protection around us. Wisdom guards us when we walk in his ways. And wisdom protects us because we are seeking to live in faithfulness to God. Victory, protection, guarding us, and being a shield about us. I mean, what wonderful promises. Now, if we, therefore, seek this wisdom uh, in the way that we saw yesterday, then, the scripture says, you will understand what is right and just and fair, every good path. For wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will protect you, and understanding will guard you. So, God will give this wisdom, it will enter our hearts. Now, of course, ultimately, all that we do and say and the decisions we make and even the kind of relationships we have come from the disposition of our hearts. We're to love God with all our hearts, is his command. So when we open up our heart to God, and from our heart we desire this wisdom, it's not just something we see that we ought to do, but it becomes a heart desire to have this wisdom from God. Then wisdom enters our heart. Because God wants us to be wise, as soon as that is what we want, he answers the prayer. Now, when wisdom uh, enters your heart, from within you, you can make the right decisions. Remember, Jesus said, nothing outside a man can defile a man, but only that which comes from within, from his own heart. So often when we make wrong decisions we blame the circumstances we blame other people we blame what they do to us or what they say about us. Actually all that is nonsense because how we react to whatever situation we're in does depend upon the disposition of our hearts. So if we have wisdom we will forgive. If we have wisdom we will be merciful. If we are wisdom if we have wisdom then we will love. Uh, if we're foolish, we would judge, we will criticize, we will condemn. We will even get angry that God has allowed such things to happen to us or to happen in our lives. Whereas if we know the Lord, if we fear the Lord, if we have wisdom in our hearts, then our reaction to even to difficult events will be totally in line with God and with his word. Colin, you've been a Christian for so many years now. How long does it take to obtain wisdom? Does it take years or can you actually get it quite quickly? Oh, you can get it very quickly. If you see um, that what the scripture is saying here, that as soon as you desire it with your heart, wisdom will enter your heart, it doesn't take long for that to happen. What does take a time for some people, but it needn't, but does is it takes them some time to come to that point where they really desire that wisdom. Why does it take them so long? Because they still want to live their lives in their own way rather than to live their lives in the way that God wants them to live. So that's what takes time. But once you desire the wisdom, uh, God's promise is that wisdom will enter your heart. He will give it to you because, you see, it's not a question of trying to persuade God to do something he doesn't want to do. He wants every one of his children to be wise. He he doesn't want any of us to be foolish because God never desires anyone to sin. The scripture is clear about that. Neither does he ever tempt anyone to sin. So sin, we have seen, is foolishness. Wisdom is righteousness and obedience. It's living in the will and the purposes of God. Therefore, it is wise to trust God, it is wise to believe God, it is wise to believe His Word, it is wise to put that word into practice. So that is a choice. See, the whole thing is a choice. And it doesn't take long to make a choice. So no, no, you don't you don't need years and years and years to get the wisdom of God. Now there is the kind of wisdom that comes with experience. But you see, that's not, that's not acquiring wisdom. It's learning how to express wisdom. That's what you get with experience. Because I know lots of Christians being been Christians for years and years and years. They have lots of experience, but they still don't have wisdom. So just because your experience doesn't make you wise Um, But I know some very young Christians, young in age, but young in terms of they haven't known the Lord for long, but they are exceedingly wise. Why? Because that is the desire of their hearts. Not just to know the Lord, but to walk in his ways, to be obedient to him, to fulfill his plan and purpose for their lives. That is the outworking of wisdom, so these are people that don't tamper with sin. They resist temptation. Uh, they are people of prayer because they recognize their need to depend upon the Lord and to trust him. People of very young, tender age and experience. And they are infinitely wiser than many people that have been going to church all their lives but still may not ever have really got to that point where they've cried out in their hearts for wisdom. It's interesting, isn't it? Very interesting. So if we go on to chapter 3 of um, Proverbs, we read this, My son, this is God speaking again as wisdom, My son, do not forget my teaching but keep my commands in your heart. Right now, we've we've just seen that when we really want wisdom, God will give us wisdom. He says wisdom will enter your heart. Now, if wisdom enters your heart, you will store up the commands of God in your heart. So when you're in a trying or testing situation, when there's temptation around, you will make the right decision because the commands of God are stored up in your heart. What is the outworking of that? They will prolong your life many years and bring you prosperity. Now, you see, all these promises that God makes concerning the outworking of wisdom are precisely the things that people want. I'm sure that everybody listening to me now wants God to prolong their life many years so that they have more years to serve him here on earth and to glorify him with their lives before they go to be with him in glory. And everybody wants to prosper. They want to prosper materially, but they certainly want to prosper spiritually. And so having this wisdom and storing up the commands of God in your heart prolongs your life many years and brings you prosperity. Then the scripture says, let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Now, what's that saying? Well, if wisdom is in our hearts, if we store up the commands in our hearts, then we will obey his command to love, to love God with all of our hearts, to love our neighbor as ourselves, to love one another as he has loved us. And what is more, we will be faithful We will be faithful in doing what he wants because in wisdom we will make the right decisions. When God asks us to do something, there won't be a debate, there won't be a discussion, there won't be a delay waiting until it's convenient for us, but we will immediately respond to what it is God is saying. So you see that wisdom has very practical applications. And then the scripture says, then you will find favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Those who act in wisdom please the Lord. They have a good name before God. And actually other people respect them because they see the wisdom in which they live. Now, are we always wise? No. I've known the wisdom of God for many, many years, but there have been times when I have made foolish decisions. And when you make a foolish decision, you always live to regret it. But the great thing is God forgives us, and because his wisdom is stored up in our hearts, and his commands in our hearts, it's very easy for him to then restore us to that wisdom, restore us to the place of obedience, restore us to the outworking of his will in our lives but we should not be discouraged just because we make a mistake just because we make a wrong choice a wrong decision just because we do do something that is foolish it's a little bit like driving the car i think most people are very responsible when they drive their car but you can sometimes do something foolish not intentionally you just realize oh that was not a very clever thing to do and you're just very thankful to God that it hasn't caused an accident or really that you, you've got away with it. And what, what does that foolishness tell you? Be more careful in the future. And that's exactly what we need to do spiritually, that when we have been foolish, we can be restored and forgiven by God. But he's saying, well, come on, be more careful in the future. Continue to be wise and obey my commands.